You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, episode five. So let me ask you something. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could magnetize your ideal clients to you? If it felt like they were being drawn to you rather than feeling like you're chasing them? Well, guess what? That's totally possible. You just need to know how to be irresistible to your audience. And if you're sitting there thinking, well, that's great, Corey, but how do I do that? Then listen up because I have you covered today. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. Welcome to the show. Today, we're talking about how to be irresistible to your audience. Now, let me ask you something. Have you ever agonized over what to write in a social media post? Perhaps you've read it, reread it, a hundred times, tweaked it, felt afraid to hit that post button. And perhaps you have hit the post button and then crickets, nothing in return. And you really felt like you'd put a lot of effort into it. Have you ever agonized over what you're going to say on a live stream, worrying about running out of things to say, worrying about boring your audience? Have you ever created some content that you're super pleased with, really excited about and posted it and heard nothing. If any of these are ringing true for you, then fear not, my love, you're in the right place today because I know it can be really easy to feel like social media, email marketing, etc., such busy, frenetic places, right? That we're all fighting for attention and to feel like you're screaming into the void. But the thing is, since I started my business, I have created a ton of content. I'm talking social media posts five days a week, weekly live streams inside my Facebook group, emails to my list twice a week, blog posts. I think it's safe to say I've become something of a well-oiled content creation machine for some time now. So trust me when I tell you that I have learned a lot along the way. I have definitely had some posts that have completely bombed or heard crickets, but I've also had a lot of posts that have had some really amazing engagement, really struck a chord and resonated with my ideal clients. In fact, um, my first social media account that I set up for my business was an Instagram account and I started it before I even really had a full idea of what my business was going to be like and I quickly gained traction in that space in terms of engagement and I even had women reaching out to me asking me how we can work together before I had anything for sale and I'd officially launched. So I've definitely learned a thing or two about creating irresistible content And I'm going to share with you today three important lessons that I've learned along the way, which are strategies that you can implement in your business to save you time so you can get down to the business of magnetizing your ideal clients to you right away. So with these three tips, um, they're the very things that I've done and continue to do to attract my ideal clients to me with ease. And they're the same three strategies that I teach to all of my private one-to-one clients. I'm 
very fortunate now that I'm in a position where I have been implementing these three strategies for some time. And so the results have played out. I regularly receive emails and messages from my ideal clients thanking me for the content that I've created or asking me how can we work together. In fact, just last weekend, I received the sweetest email from a member of my Facebook group. Um, don't worry, I'm not going to read you the whole thing. It was really lovely though. And But there was one line in there in particular that made my heart sing if I'm honest. And it was, I follow a lot of other coaches and experts in the online world who I think are fabulous, but few can truly speak to me in a way that connects on the same level as your words. I mean, wow, how incredible is that? To feel like you've really connected with someone in a meaningful way. For me, that's why I create content. That's what my content is all about. It's about fostering relationships with people. And of course, relationships lead to sales as well. So these three tips are going to help you to build that connection with your audience because that's what I want for you. So let's get to it. Okay, strategy number one is that you need to know your ideal client know her, know her, know her. I think I've made my point there. You need to know her pain points. What keeps her up at night? What is she struggling with? What are her current challenges? And here's the thing that most people forget. How is she feeling right now? That is so important. You really need to understand that. And then from there, you also need to know about your ideal client where does she want to get to? What is her ultimate goals? What is she looking to achieve? Now, here's the thing that trips most people up here. The thing that your ideal client is looking for is not the thing that you're selling. (laughs) Now, let me use an example. Let's say that you're a web developer. Your ideal client is not paying you because she just wants a website. (laughs) Newsflash. She is paying you because of the ultimate outcomes, this step beyond having the website and importantly, how she wants to feel once she has that website in place. So in this example, her real ultimate outcomes are that she wants to, first of all, save time. Time is a huge commodity to us, especially as mothers and business owners, am I right? She wants to save time from the Google and YouTube rabbit hole of trying to DIY something like your website. She wants to feel like she has an online digital presence that is truly reflective of her and her brand and that makes her feel legitimate, credible, like the expert that she is, that makes her feel proud of her online presence. So those are the true feelings that she's after. She wants to feel like when she tells a prospective client, go to my website, here it is. She wants to feel proud of that and like it's going to attract her ideal clients to her. So that's the ultimate outcome. So if you were this fictitious website designer and you had a sales page just talking about, oh, I will build you a website with five pages and you can have shopping cart functionality and all of the features. Guess what? That's not what your ideal client is going to pay you for. That's not going to be irresistible to her. What's going to be irresistible is if you talk about the ultimate outcomes, the feelings that she will achieve, that she is after once you have helped her, then wow, that's going to convert much more easily. Can you see how that's true? 
So the other thing that you need to know in addition to her pain points and where she wants to get to is what's in between, what is currently stopping her from getting there and from achieving what she wants. Now, a lot of the time with people, there's fear in the way there. So fear of spending money and investing in ourselves, uh, fear that if she was going to do it herself, that it would be really difficult and time consuming. And so maybe she's just taking no action. So you need to identify what are the things stopping her from getting her to where she wants to go. Now, all of this knowledge is super powerful in your hands because this is what allows you to be truly irresistible to your ideal client, right? Because when you can speak to her and mirror back to her the fact that you know what she's struggling with, where she wants to go, and what is keeping her stuck, then she feels heard and understood. And that is what most people crave is to feel heard and understood. And that's what makes you irresistible to her. So how can you get to know your ideal client? Well, you need to be speaking to her. You need to do some market research. That could be a questionnaire. It could be getting on the phone with people. I'm a big fan of that. Get on the phone with some of your ideal clients. Ask her what's keeping her up at night. Ask her what she's struggling with. Ask her where she wants to go. Get her to paint a picture for you of the ultimate outcome as she sees it. And then talk through the barriers that are keeping her from where she wants to go. Those are some really powerful conversations that you can have to really understand your ideal clients. The other thing that you can be doing is hanging out in Facebook groups where your ideal clients are hanging out. This is something you should be doing anyway because hey, guess what? If you're hanging out where they're hanging out, you're going to find it much easier to attract them to you. But pay attention in those places. Anytime that your ideal clients are talking about challenges or struggles that relate to your area of expertise, your zone of genius, and start listening up and making notes. The other thing that you can do is just to switch on this feeling of curiosity and become a little bit obsessed with getting to know your ideal client more and more. This is something that I am personally obsessed with. I love building up an increasingly rich and detailed uh, view and picture of my ideal clients. And if you hang out in my Facebook group, you'll know that I am often asking lots of questions which are conversation starters because I want to know all about my ideal clients, not just her pain points and struggles and ideal outcomes as they relate to my zone of expertise and genius, but I want to know that kind of full rounded view of what lights her up, what makes her happy. Because when I know more about her, then I can speak into, speak to her in a way that really connects, which takes me to the next strategy, which is to speak her language. So once you know her, then you can start speaking her language. And what do I mean by this? Well, you can be talking about her pain points and her struggles and her ultimate outcomes because you can know all of that. But you can actually, unfortunately, do it in a way that the language that you're using is failing to connect, failing to resonate with her. And here's why. As experts in our fields, often we have ways of talking about the work that we do using phrases and terminology that makes most sense to us, but doesn't fully resonate with and connect with our ideal clients. And let's look at a really simple example here. Let's say your ideal client is a female founder. Now, even using that phrase, female founder, you could immediately polarize um, your audience and attract to you people who identify with that title or label and then repel people that don't. Now, if that 
is what your ideal clients resonate with, then it's good to do that polarizing. However, what if your ideal clients, if you get to know her better, you find that she actually identifies more with the title of CEO or business owner or self-employed. If you start using the wrong phrase in that instance in a lot of your social media posts, for example, then you will fail to capture the attention of your ideal audience and you'll fail to be irresistible. So that's quite a simple example, but it actually can be really powerful to know and understand the language that your ideal client will use to talk about her pain points, to talk about her struggles, to talk about where she wants to go and what's preventing her from getting there. Because when you use that language, back to her almost verbatim often then oh my goodness that level of feeling like she is heard and understood goes up a notch and that is so irresistible to people you want your ideal clients to feel like you're speaking directly to her like you've seen into her soul like you're in her head and you understand what's going on in there So how can you do this? How can you make sure that you are speaking her language? Well, first and foremost, of course, you need to just pay attention. Make sure that you are listening out for those words or phrases anytime you're speaking to your existing clients, anytime that you're observing ideal clients speaking online about their challenges and struggles. Listen and pay attention. Now, one of the techniques that I teach to my clients, and I'm going to share it with you listeners here today, is that I keep a document called a word bank and I make all of my clients do the same. And in there, I paste in any conversation or I see people having online when it relates to the ways that I help my ideal clients. And it's so powerful, especially when you come to write some sales copy If you've got this document of words, phrases, chunks of text where your ideal clients have been talking about what they're struggling with and what they would really want and you can use that back at them, it really connects and it's very irresistible. The other thing that you can be doing is you can be testing the um, wording that you're using, so the copy that you're writing. If you are using copy in any kind of graphics um, or email subject lines or if you're using Facebook ads you should absolutely be testing your copy but you need to be paying attention to the content that you are creating and seeing how well it fares in terms of engagement and getting people to take action and reach out and say that it's connected with them whenever you have a post or an email or a blog post that does very well, pay attention to the language you used there and have a think if there's anything that you can learn and then keep reapplying. Okay, so we've so far talked about the first two strategies, which are know your ideal client and secondly, speak her language. The third strategy that is absolutely key to being irresistible to your audience is to be more you. (laughs) Now, this one can seem at a surface level quite simple, can't it? But I know, because I've been there too, that actually showing up as yourself, being visible, being a little bit vulnerable can be quite a scary thing, can't it? I don't know about you, but when before I'd even launched my business, I spent a good old time farting about with my website. And why was that? Because I was procrastinating and I was delaying the inevitable, which is getting visible online because I was afraid, right? And that is often what holds us back is it's fear. But the thing that I've since learned is that the more that I show up as my true self online and I don't try to create any kind of persona or business front, I'm just showing up as me, this is me, take it or leave it. 
the more I attract my ideal clients with ease. So first of all, you need to own the fact that you are an expert in your field. Stop being apologetic about that. You need to show up as the expert and stamp your authority in some ways. You know, say, here's what I've got to teach you. Here's what I'm all about. Here's what you can learn from me. Because in doing that, you can make your ideal client feel more at ease that you are the person to take her from that point A, those pain points, to her point B, which is her ultimate outcome. You want to position yourself as the expert and show her that you are the guide to pave the way between those two points. So don't be apologetic about sharing your expertise and teaching. Show up and share that valuable content and own the fact that you are an expert in your zone of genius. The second way that you can show up and be more you is to just understand the fact that there's really, I think, if you are a personal brand and you're the face of your brand, competition is in fact irrelevant. A lot of people hold themselves back from getting truly visible, from showing up as they are because of fear. But one of the excuses that they give is that, oh, well, it's it's so crowded online and there's so many people doing the same thing as me. How am I even going to stand out? Well, the way that you're going to stand out and magnetize your ideal clients to you is by just being more of you and showing up more fully as yourself and sharing a little bit more of yourself. Because here's the thing, People are attracted to your energy. It is your energy that's the thing that defines you, distinguishes you, and makes people either magnetized towards you or repelled away from you. Now, it's that second part, I know, that makes people afraid of doing this, that if I show up fully as me and talk about the way that I see things and what I believe to be true, I might piss some people off. I might offend some people. Some people might not agree with me. Well, guess what? That's actually what you want to do. When we can polarize people a little bit, it means that we are more fully magnetizing our ideal clients to us and letting the others fall away because guess what? They're not our ideal clients. It's okay that we don't please everybody with our messaging and our content. So I'd love you to think about the fact that your ideal clients will be magnetized to your energy if you give your energy more fully. So this is something that I've had several clients say to me, you know, I often ask them after they've signed with me into private coaching, what was the thing that really drew you to me? And nine times out of 10, they say it's just your energy. You know, there's other things that they cite as well, but they say the main thing that swung it for them was my energy. Now that's just because I'm embracing showing up as my true self, being authentic. Now, I know that's a word that gets banded around a lot, but showing up and letting my true energy pour forth. So I'd love you to think about doing the same. The other thing that you can be doing to be more you and to attract your ideal clients to you is to model the behavior that you think is what your ideal clients are after and the lifestyle. So what do I mean by that? Well, For example, people are drawn to, like I said, your energy and they're not making purchase decisions often based on the actual features and facets of the things that you provide. They're going to be attracted to you because you understand them and their pain points and challenges, but they're also going to be attracted to you if they identify with your sort of core values and beliefs and the way that you conduct yourself, the way that you behave and potentially your lifestyle. So, 
For me, this is a big one. And so for anybody in a sort of coaching space, this is a massive one that you need to think about because a lot of our ideal clients will be attracted to us because they are attracted to the lifestyle that we are living. So that's a big reason why my clients come to me because they see that I'm a mother and a business owner. They see that I only work 25 hours a week, but then I am consistently increasing my income month on month without increasing my hours, that I have that balance in place. And that's really irresistible to my ideal clients. So you need to think about which facets of your lifestyle and which ways can you behave that are really going to magnetize your ideal clients too. Now, this isn't about creating any kind of false lifestyle or false behavior, but it's about allowing them to see behind the scenes or to share those parts and aspects of yourself and your life with them so that they have the opportunity to identify with it and come and work with you. And then the last aspect of being more you is to just quite simply share more of your personality online. And now this is, I know, the thing that makes us feel vulnerable. But when you can share your quirks, what makes you individual, if you can give people a peek behind the scenes, if you can show them that you're a real person that has flaws but is wonderful anyway then people are going to be so much more magnetized to you. So something that I can share with you that I've experienced is that I do live streams once a week inside my Facebook group where I provide free training. And I was getting great engagement with these and they were going really well. However, when I started just chatting more, allowing little thoughts sometimes that pop into my head to come across or talk about little snippets of what's going on in my life at the beginning or end of the live stream, I started getting so many more women reaching out to me by private message or sending me emails and saying, oh, I'm really thankful for your live streams. I just love your energy. How can we work together? Just that small tweak can make all the difference because I was allowing them to get to know me more. And people hire us as people, right? So they need to see a fuller version of us, not just this strictly business mode. If I showed up on those live streams and was in full-on teaching mode and nothing else and didn't let any more of what makes me me come across, then it wouldn't be nearly as magnetic as it is when I actually just relax a little bit and allow my personality to just come forward. It's just about letting the barriers down a little bit and diminishing the need to feel super polished when you show up. Because guess what? We don't have to. We're not super polished in our day-to-day lives, are we? Well, at least I know I'm not. So you need to find ways that you can just be a little bit more real, a little bit more of yourself. Um, I have a client as well who found that she does a lot of Instagram lives and they were going really well. But then when she started turning up without makeup on, she got so much more engagement. She thought, I can't be bothered to be putting makeup on just to do a live stream. Do you know what? I'm just going to bite the bullet, go ahead and do it without makeup because that's me. That's how I am when I'm out there in the morning doing this, doing that at the time of day that I live stream. And she had so many wonderful messages from her audience saying, oh, we just absolutely love that you just are unafraid to show up in that way. And you just seem really personable and like I feel like I know you so it created that connection it made her much more irresistible to her audience just being more of herself so how can you be more you well we've kind of talked about it a little bit along the way but you can make sure that you are positioning yourself as the expert by sharing plenty of teaching-based content. So content where you are sharing advice, tips, strategies, anything that's going to very clearly 
position you as an expert in the eyes of your ideal clients and show her that you're the person to take her from that point A, the pain points and the challenges to the point B, which is her ultimate outcomes. The next thing that you can do is share some transformational content as well. So share your own story, share the stories and outcomes of your clients so that you're reinforcing this idea that you are the guide to help make that transformation happen to your ideal clients. And in sharing those stories, I mean, it's a story that really sells, right? Then you are becoming more irresistible because people want to lean in and listen to what happened, what the journey was, and they can start to believe that it is possible for them and that you are the person to get them there. The other thing that you can be doing is to make sure that in your content mix, you have enough of an insight being shared into who you are, what you're about, your core values and beliefs and your lifestyle uh, so that you can be creating the connection on that level as turning up as that full human version of you, not some kind of polished, just business version that becomes very two-dimensional. And then lastly, you can just relax a little bit. I know it sounds easier said than done, but stop trying to be polished. Stop trying to please everyone and you end up being vanilla if you go that route. Be okay with just showing up as yourself and be okay with some people unfollowing when you do because guess what? Those weren't your people and I bet the people that stick around will invite their friends and I bet the people that stick around will be all the more invested in you and find you all the more irresistible when you do show up as that full version of yourself. Okay, so those were the three strategies that you can be adopting right now to be more irresistible to your audience. But one thing I just want to address, we talked about it a little bit, is the fact that underneath this, underpinning all of these strategies is a simple mindset shift that you need to make if you want to become irresistible to your audience. Because I know that we've talked about the fact that you need to show up more as you as one of the strategies. But really what you need to understand is fundamentally doing that isn't in fact about you. It's about her, your ideal client. So that should help you hopefully get over your fear of visibility when you know that you're doing it for your ideal client. The more you show up as yourself online and share your message, the more likely she is to find you and to be able to receive the help that only you can offer to your ideal clients in the unique way that you can. When you are holding back, not showing up as yourself or not showing up consistently enough, then you aren't actually serving your clients. You are doing them a disservice. So it's not about you, it's about her. So I hope that that mindset shift can help you a little bit. And if you are struggling to overcome the fear of getting visible, I know that's something that I've had to coach many of my clients through. I totally get it. The other mindset shift that you can take on is that when you are out there in the online space, creating and publishing content, the purpose is that you should be building relationships. That's why you want to get to know your ideal clients, speak her language and show up as yourself because that puts you in the best possible position to build relationships and building relationships are a beautiful thing and when sales are based on relationships then it is easy and wonderful a wonderful exchange and nothing salesy or sleazy about it right the other thing is I want you to be a little bit more intentional about what you produce not just producing content for content's sake but defining a clear purpose and setting an intention to serve and help your clients and 
make sure that you are thinking about the underlying purpose of each piece of content. You know, am I looking to really foster connection and engagement here? Am I looking to position myself as the expert? Am I looking to show up more fully as myself? Be asking yourself those questions as you're going along and that will help you to create really great, really magnetic content. Okay, so now it's time for this week's Dash of Woo. What even is a dash of woo, you might be asking? Well, from time to time, I'm going to be sharing with you a little manifestation tip, something that will help you to bring about the changes that you're looking for even faster. I liken these little dashes of woo to pouring a little rocket fuel on your strategy. So this week's woo-woo bonus is something that I've been doing, which I feel has played a really significant part in seeing the results that I've experienced with regards to magnetizing my ideal clients to me. What I've been doing as part of my morning journaling routine. Now, before you freak out at that suggestion, hey, I get it. I'm a mother. I don't have time for an hour of journaling and an hour of meditation at the very start of my day either. I'm talking about five minutes of journaling in the morning. I even, maybe too much information for you, (laughs) lock myself in the bathroom to do this sometimes just so I make sure that I have that five minutes of peace. Anyway, I make this part of my morning journaling routine and what I do is I practice future gratitude. So before I was successfully magnetizing my ideal clients to me, before I started getting messages from my ideal clients telling me how much they enjoy my live streams, for example, how much they love my energy... I was practicing gratitude for that very same outcome. So I was practicing gratitude for it before it happened. So what exactly does this look like? Well, I was writing in my journal affirmations of future gratitude along the lines of, I am so grateful that I receive messages all the time from ideal soul aligned clients who are drawn to my energy, resonate with my message and are keen to work with me. Things like that. And hey, guess what? I still do it now, even though it's now true, just to keep reinforcing that truth for me. And it's amazing how well this works. I didn't have to actually practice this for very long before it started to become true. So how does it work? Well, it doesn't matter if you love all things woo-woo or if you feel better when grounded in scientific fact. The fact of the matter is that what you focus on, you create more of. When you're adopting the feelings of gratitude now for the thing that you want to happen, you're changing your physical vibration. You are in fact changing your biological response as your body responds to your thoughts and feelings. And with that, you'll start to shape your behaviors and actions. So you're installing a new belief, this belief that you can be magnetic to your ideal clients, and you're coupling it with gratitude. And gratitude is such a powerful emotion as it creates this feeling of positive expectancy. So you're expecting it to happen. So guess what? When you do this every day, your brain becomes increasingly focused on making the thing that you're journaling on happen, the thing that you're practicing gratitude for. So whether you believe it is you're taking action as a result that really creates the outcome that you're after, or if you believe that it's the vibrating at a higher frequency that attracts your desired outcomes to you and causes the universe to conspire in your favor, it doesn't really matter. The fact is for me and for many of my clients who have adopted the same practice, it works. So I would just encourage you to give it a try, start incorporating it into your daily routine, and then keep an eye out for those fast results. 
So you've been listening to today's tips on being irresistible to your audience so you can magnetize those ideal clients to you. But what's the next step? Well, converting them into paying customers and clients, of course. Getting great at converting was one of the seven steps I took to replace my corporate income within three months of launching my business. So if you want to learn some useful tips to help you to convert those warm leads, plus find out what those other six steps were, then click on the link in the show notes or head over to corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash episode five and grab your free copy of The Busy Mama's Guide to Success. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe over on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you listen so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you would spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each week one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching session with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through the one thing that is currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.